check who's on the track next. Never half step like. Check who's on the track next. Never half step like. What up, what up? It's Ronnie B, Pro 17 Thoughtcast Live. Thanks for checking out the video as always. Appreciate y'all. Uh, Cali Conservative Podcast on Spotify and all your audio streaming platforms. And uh, live on video, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, DLive, uh, Rumble, of course, uh, Cloud Hub, amongst other ones. Thanks again for everybody checking out the show. Got some interesting things to talk about today. Very eventful evening, especially for us Californiaites, us Californians out here on the West Coast, Los Angeles, Los Angelinos, hosting the Super Bowl, which is a kind of a travesty when you consider the re the restrictions for COVID mandates out here on the left coast in California. But so we're going to talk about that. That's the main story today. Uh, we also want to talk about the 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 hate crimes that are hoaxes, because you know racism is so prevalent. In United States society nowadays, if you talk to anybody in Black Lives Matter organizations or people that are down with that movement to the point to where we have to even create our own fake hate crimes, you know, to get the attention of people. So we're going to talk about that. And then finally, I want to talk about the Supreme Court of the United States. Uh, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas gets disrespected. And this kind of ties into the previous one, the second segment and the fact that. Um, it's really a shame when when we talk about all these race hustlers and all that kind of stuff, how they they always want to be on some like black people are victimized, black victim narrative until you want to talk about a black conservative. OK, until you want to talk about Thomas Sowell, Clarence Thomas and stuff. So he got disrespected. So I want to talk about that a little bit uh, towards the end of the show. So, again, thanks for watching the show. Please go to pro17.com slash merch. Check out some stuff. It is a beautiful day in Southern California. That's about all I can say about the state. And the city of Los Angeles is the weather is paradise, man. Pretty much like 365 days a year. But, uh, you know, we have a lot to work on, a lot to get better with. And that starts with our local legislation. And it starts with you and I making the difference in our in our communities and uh, starting in your own household. So um, let's get let's get another first topic here. I want to talk about the California mask mandates that got lifted. Now, let's go back and recap again. I've talked about this a couple of times, but we're going to get into it again because it, it needs to keep being reiterated. The fact that we have a bunch of elitist hypocrites that don't seem to follow their own rules that they want to put on us little peasants out here. Okay, They want to say that children are supposed to be wearing masks and everybody's supposed to be wearing masks. You have to have a vaccine passport to go eat at Outback. Uh, shout out to the guy I saw on TikTok. I forgot his name, but just reminded me right now that he went to an outback out here in Los Angeles recently with his family and they made him wait 45 minutes and then he didn't have any masks on or anything like that. No big deal. After 45 minutes, when he goes to get seated, they make him, uh, show proof of vaccination. And he's like, what are you talking about, dude? First of all, I've been waiting 45 minutes. You didn't say anything about that. And second of all, go F yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just coming to eat with my family. So I guess he was saying that a lot of people saw what he was doing and they were kind of like, oh man, you know, and they're masked up and everything. And so again, you know, you, you must be the uh, the one to bring the fight to these people because they ended up sitting them down after he made a ruckus about it, you know, because they don't want to be caught in any kind of like discrimination, you know, lawsuit, these, these, especially these big chains. You know what I mean? 
And again, these mandates are not laws. They are not constitutional. All right. These public health orders are a bunch of bull crap. And the ones that are bearing the brunt of all this is our little children. Okay. They shouldn't be wearing masks. Y'all want to talk about follow the science. The science does not warrant these mask mandates at this point. They never did. Show me the study where the masks prove effective. Show it to me. Show it to me. I've been looking for it. I'm all about the facts, not feelings. Show me the study that says that masks are, are, are really suppressing the spread of the COVID. And I will gladly concede the point. But the fact is, is y'all can't do that. There is no science to it. We're going to talk about that right now. So over the over the evening here last night, as I was like kind of just scrolling the news, I saw a thing saying that California is going to be lifting up mask mandate requirements. I'm like, oh, cool, dope, you know, awesome. You figure like, you know, Zucker from CNN is off CNN now. They got Leanne Wynn on there talking her nonsense. I'm going to bring some up from her if you don't know who Leanne Wynn is. She's that uh, Asian doctor that used to be the president of Planned Parenthood. So that that goes to show you where her ethics and morals are at just from, from, from having that job. But of course, I don't know if it's a parallel move or worse or better, but that she went to CNN. She's like the CNN uh, COVID analyst doctor now, and she's always pushing the narrative for the for the leftist agenda, this globalist COVID agenda. You know, and uh, she's on there talking all this nonsense about how now, uh, oh, that now that we can start lifting uh, mass restrictions and this and this and that. But as you go to read a little further, I go start reading into the bill or into the into the restrictions. First of all, it's not going to be done until February 15th, as if they know the actual date of when you can lift these mandates off. <laughs> why, why not just do it right now? Y'all have the Super Bowl coming up this Sunday. Okay. That's like, what, five days away, six days away from the time of this recording, this podcast. OK, all these parties, people flying in and then you want to do it like after that. It doesn't make sense. Like the, the Monday after that, they want to start it. But get this, not you still got to wear a mask. If you don't have a vaccine passport and you still have to wear a mask. If you're a child that goes to school. <laughs> This is a perfect example of how the teachers unions totally own Gavin Newsom. Okay. They, they totally run the state. I said this before in other videos, they run the state of California and I believe in New York too, but I'm, I'm going to speak on California because that's where I'm at. They absolutely run the state. They want to get paid for being at home for doing the, the most or the, 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 the least work as possible. These teachers. I'm so glad homeschool your kids. I keep saying that every episode. I'm going to keep saying it. So I convert a couple of y'all. But um, let, I want to read some of the story that I got off uh, uh, off the Internet yesterday in regard to this topic. It's going to break down all the, the stuff I'm talking about. About the state and in the mandates, but like how it's not just uniform across the board. Why don't we just make it uniform across the board? And the, and the stupidest part of this is that they're 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 putting it on the, the people that have the least risk of death, which are our little children. And these are the ones that are going to be most impacted by this in the long term are the children having these masks. So let's read a story here brought to you by Daily Wire. California, other states to end mask mandates, but California keeps it open for schools. Yes, smart California school system. Uh, so California, and several other states are doing away with mask mandates in the coming days and weeks as the Omicron variant, which can cause COVID-19, fades across America. Governors in three other blue states, Connecticut, Delaware, and New Jersey will follow suit. But in California, 
The rule will come with a whole bunch of caveats. California will end its indoor masking requirement for vaccinated people next week. But masks are still required, are still the rule for school children. Uh, after February, unvaccinated people will be required to be masked indoors, and everyone vaccinated or not will have to wear masks in higher risk areas like public transit, nursing homes, and other congregate living facilities, officials said. Local governments can cre- continue their own indoor masking requirements. And last week, LA County health officials said they intend to keep theirs in place beyond the state deadline. Uh, mega events with more than 1,000 people will have require vaccine vaccination or negative tests to those attending those. And those who are unvaccinated will be required to wear a mask. <clears throat> and then it goes on to say about um, they're still trying to get vaccination status for, for, for kids under five. Why? Why? And again, I'm not judging any of you parents that want to do this. I mean, I, I just believe you're being misled, but go and do some research on your own. Okay. The risk is much higher for them to have an adverse reaction from this vaccine than them to have a, a hospitalization from the Kobe man, you know, do it for the kids. Pay attention to the, to the, to the information and the data. Don't just listen to what they tell CNN, man. Um, I want to read this. Uh, I want to play this video here down at the bottom. Uh, as I'm scrolling down here on this article, it talks about the John Hopkins University that I did the video on the other day about even the lockdowns did nothing. The masking has no proof of doing anything. And... Uh, And, uh, oh, this is the wrong article here, but yeah. So let me see if I can pull up this other one, but yeah, it's basically the kids are being punished for the sins of the adults here. Okay. So you had Gavin Newsom and everybody at the game, uh, Mayor Garcetti, no masks. You had Stacey Abrams in Georgia in front of everybody with no mask in front of those kids and all them teachers. I forget the other Democrat lady that was on TV or, uh, her post was going viral yesterday. That was in front of the the school children and a bunch of other people all wearing masks. How long are y'all gonna keep complying? Like one hundred. Like why why are you guys still continuing to do this? Okay, and you notice the switch on CNN and all these other uh, networks and the Democrat Party too, and even Jen Psaki. They're starting to ease up on this whole thing because they don't. They already know they're gonna get mollywopped in the midterm elections coming up. But I think that they want to do this. Just to kind of soften the blow so, the, to, so they can uh, make you guys forget and put it down the memory hole how they were so authoritarian on our rights as American citizens in regard to this these COVID restrictions. Um, let's look at this uh, article uh, with our with our girl that I was talking about here, the CNN medical expert Leanne Wynn. Now she's a hack. This is the this is the lady that was uh, with the Planned Parenthood president. Planned Parenthood president, <laughs> tongue twister. Um, so she was the one that was uh, saying back in the past how, well, we need to just like, you know, in order to get, for force everybody to get vaccinated, you have to dangle a carrot in front of them so they don't, you know, so they make them want to go do it. All right. Communist tactics, totalitarian tactics, authoritarian tactics that they wanted to use, you know, on the left, you know, the global one system. But I see a lot of more people are fighting back against this bullcrap. And shout out to Canada, the truckers out there, man. They're, they're handling business. We need to take a, a, a page out of that book, Americans. So she has said on here that uh, 
it's time to lift the mask mandates, but it's but not for what you the reason you think it's so they can preserve medical authority. And Jordan Peterson talked about this on a podcast recently about how they how people lose their rights in countries in free Western democratic countries is that you start out, you know, they, they take something away for so long and then people fight back and then they re, then they and they resist and then they give they say, OK, OK, hands off, hands off. And they come back and they do a little bit more and push you a little bit more back. And then people fight back and they say, okay, 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 okay. We'll give you some of your freedoms back and so on and so forth. And when you look back up, all of a sudden your rights have been totally negated. So they want to keep this in their back pocket. Hey, listen, remember we're, hey, we're going to give up your, your, your masking rights a little bit, but you don't have to wear the mask. Okay. Because you know, Hey, we're giving it back, but we're going to need to, uh, Maybe do this in the future when a new variant comes out. Because you know they're already planning on a new variant coming out. Uh, let's watch her little video right here. And you can hear it from the horse's mouth. Start. Uh, you say we can start removing at least some coronavirus restrictions. Now, uh, tell us why. Well, I agree with Colorado, with many other local and state jurisdictions that are beginning to lift government mandates. And I think this is the key. I'm not saying that we should be stopping masking, but rather that this needs to shift from a government requirement to an individual decision. The government can't keep on telling our citizens that this is a five alarm fire all the time. People are just going to start tuning it out and not pay attention. They'll be desensitized. And so what needs to happen is we need to end the state of emergency and preserve the ability of public health authorities to reinstitute <laughs> mandates in the future if we see more more dangerous variants later. Yeah. Did you get that? <laughs> so so they don't they, they said that people are starting to tune it out. Yeah, as you should. You know, the the, the human freedom instinct it's kicking in, even for the people that have been brainwashed all this time for the last two years, okay? It's kicking in now. People are over it, okay? You got regular normies that aren't very political that are ready to, to, to just, just say, hey, enough is enough, man. It's been two years. It was supposed to be 15 days to slow the spread. Here we are two years later, and we're still dealing with this foolishness. So she just goes on here and says, well, it's, uh, you know, it shouldn't be a government mandate. It should be a personal liberty issue yeah bro this, this is the thing that we've been wanting this to do since the beginning this should have been the way it, it's been since the jump off now if you were if you were somebody that was scared then you stay home this is the first time in history that you've actually quarantined healthy people why are you quarantining people that are are at low risk and children who are almost at zero risk all right and now they want to say, well, it's not because of the government. You know, the government shouldn't be the one to do it. It should be an individual responsibility. Yeah, man. And then she goes on to say, I mean, right there, she was kind of on point. And then she goes on to say, and we want to be able to, you know, come back in with the government stronghold if needed later when that new variant comes out, you see. Okay, so. This is, uh, I, I tell you, man, we got to get out of these blue states, people. I mean, unless states can turn around. But again, the 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 teachers unions run this state. All right, they own they they donate so much money to the Democrat Party that um, it's it's kind of hard for Gavin Newsom or Mary Garcetti or any of these people that get elected to to do anything that's in contrast to what they want and their agenda on the left and in, the, in these teachers unions. 
You know, I would suggest, again, take your kids out of public school because there's statistics and studies that have shown that kids right now, their reading uh, has depreciated because they can't see the lips, you know, of teachers and the phonics and stuff for young children can't hear what they're saying. They can't breathe. And just on a side note, uh, there was another clip that I that I didn't load up, but I saw yesterday online of uh, in the Olympics. I believe it was a ice skater lady. And she was she was doing the skating, and then after she was done, you know, it's t- exerting a lot of energy. She has got the mask on, and you see the mask just like sucking on her face. She can't even breathe, and the mask is going like this. Her eyes are bulging out and stuff because she has to have the mask on. It man, come on, man. You know, having a mask on with a virus is like you know trying to hide behind a, a chain link fence when somebody throws a bucket of water on you. All right. A microscopic airborne virus is not being held back by a cloth mask. Okay. It's just not. And you, and you factor in the bacteria and all that other stuff. So that's on the mask. That's making our kids sick and they can't breathe. So, I mean, I guess we got to crawl before we walk. I'm, I'm really curious to see what's going to happen on the Super Bowl because when they pan around on the crowd, I want to see if everybody's got their mask on. I'm sure they're going to be, have a lot of security guards. <laughs> In, in the stands, making sure that uh, people don't get caught after all the backlash that Gavin Newsom took in the NFC Championship game for not wearing a mask. I wonder, hey, he better be on this P's and Q's too because, uh, again, 80,000 people, mega super spreader event, the Super Bowl, after parties, you know what I mean? And uh, these these mask requirements in California are just uh, dumb at this point. And uh, shout out to all of you guys that are fighting back and are not complying. But we have we still have to do better as a state and as a city of Los Angeles and take the kids off the mask. Or excuse me, take the mask off the kids. All right. So that's enough on that topic. I want to get into this other story that I saw about uh these hoax hate crimes that are going on. Um imagine living in a world that's so oppressive that you can even fake your own hate crime on yourself. (laughs) This is what happens when you reward victimhood. You know, when I was growing up, you used to be a hero. You could do something positive for, uh, for, for the community or, you know, you, you see a firefighter on the news running there and saving kids or whatever. That was a hero. That used to be something that you would strive for. You know, oh, man, I want to be a... When you're a kid, you wanted to be a police officer. You wanted to be a firefighter. You wanted to be an astronaut. You wanted to do something heroic. And you would get credit based on some heroic thing you did, you know, in in society or or for other people. Nowadays, these kids, these Gen Zers and stuff, uh, are getting their worth and satisfaction in some sort of like, I don't know, uh, golden star based on how much of a victim you are to your peers. You know what I'm saying? So if you, if you had a hate crime against you, then you're like, Oh man, you must've really been signed up for the cause or like, Oh, you see how, you see how bad I am as a black person. Everybody look at me again. Like I said, this in other videos as well. This is the narcissist behavior of these kids nowadays. You know, it's, it's in line with the transgender stuff. The narcissist, look at me, look at me behavior. Look at me. Check me out. Pay attention to me. You know? 
And it's always under the guise of like serving others and doing other, you know, doing things for other people that you actually care about black people. And the biggest problem in the United States, like Biden said, is white supremacy. <laughs> so much to the point that we have to, uh, uh, we have all these, these fake hate crimes from college students doing it to themselves. Y'all look stupid. And y'all making like other black people look stupid. Okay. And so the minute that somebody like me or with common sense or another person that's a minority conservative advocate says stuff about this, this victimhood fake narrative, y'all want to say, oh, Uncle Tom, Uncle Tom, fake, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But here you go. <laughs> you know, white supremacy is not an issue. The Ku Klux Klan is not rolling up to nobody's uh, inner city causing problems for y'all. They're not rolling up to your college campus causing any problems for y'all. This has all been fabricated by the media. This is fabricated by by programming like that show I did yesterday. Um, Everything is going to be all white on Showtime. Joy Reads of the world, the Tiffany Crosses of the world, you know, these, these, these ESPN news analysts Talking about systemic right, systemic racism, institutionalized racism. Come on, man. You need to stop already. So it gets to the point where these victim hustlers aren't getting the satisfaction of being oppressed as much as they want to be. So they have to like do these hoax crimes on themselves. <laughs> Can't make this up, man. So let's bring up this story here of a recent situation that happened in regard to these hoax hate crimes. All right. All right. So this was uh, there was two white students that were named and blamed for racist messages, but it turns out it was a black student that did it to herself, and she just got charged. Good, good. You need to make the penalty for for doing stuff like this, you know, a serious offense. So that it'll stop these other people from doing it. It's just the same thing like out here in L.A. with the D.A. that's not prosecuting any crimes. And the one up in San Francisco that's not prosecuting uh, criminals. What do you think is going to happen when when the D.A. and the criminals know that the D.A. isn't going to prosecute any crimes? It's going to have a rising crime. But that's what George Soros wants, you know, because he's a he's a real Nazi and all that. That's another topic for another day. But you have to let you have to let these people know. That if you do stuff like this, you're going to be held accountable for it. So let's read the story a little bit here. So racist messages were written on the door of a black female Southern Illinois University Edwardville student, prompting protest at the school and calls for the accused two white students to be excelled. And you see how there's no due process here. They just they just blame two white students. and All of a sudden they're guilty, you know. Black Lives Matter! Black Lives Matter! Starting riots and whatever, you know? Uh, On Monday, however, the College Fix reported that a black female student, uh, Kalia Clark Mabins, has been charged with three counts of disorderly conduct for filing a false police report. Good. The outlet started asking questions about the alleged hate crime last week since campus hate crimes almost always turn out to be hoaxes. You hear that? 
campus hate crimes almost always turn out to be hoaxes. Y'all talk about white privilege so much. You know what that is? That's black privilege. You know what that is? That's college privilege. Because if there's anybody that's really going through some stuff like this, guess what? They're not in the college campus with their mommy and daddy paying $100,000 a year to take you there, and this is what you're going to do. I'm telling you. If I knew then what I know now about sending your kids to colleges, believe me, especially these liberal leftist colleges, be careful. So the notes left on the student's door said, quote, die B and black people don't belong. According to charging documents obtained by the fix. Police received a report of a hate crime involving the posting of handwritten notes on the door of a room in the Willis residence hall, along with an alleged anonymous text thread from the fall 2021 containing threatening and racially hostile content. So this went so far with the hate crime, because they're not playing with this because you know, the Biden department of justice said that white supremacy is the biggest issue in America, which is a bunch of bull crap. They actually have the secret service of the United States getting involved. I wonder when she found that out, how nervous she was probably, probably, uh, to check her shorts on that so uh so before she was charged two white students were charged falsely accused of writing the messages black activists rallied for the expulsion of the alleged perpetrators when they thought the white teams were to blame uh david daniel vice president of the black student union told KDSK five at the time that they say it's under investigation, but I feel like she shouldn't be on campus period because you threatened to lynch students on this campus. The outlet noted that the Daniel organization, Daniel organized a protest calling for accountability. Um, so it goes down here to say, Uh, so Clark Mavis told police that she was the victim of the hate crime, but as the charging document state, she quote, knew at the time of tra- of the transmission, there was no reasonable ground for believing that such an offense had been committed. This most likely means that Clark Mavis wrote the notes herself. <laughs> and then claimed to be a victim. A common occurrence on college campuses as the Daily Wire has documented. If you don't remember, a similar incident, incident occurred at uh, Viterbo University in La Crosse, Wisconsin, when a female student reportedly texted a friend on the night of the 18th to say that a small fire that began in her residence hall must have been targeted at her because it, was, it began in the next room. Uh, she had previously claimed to be a victim of hate crimes as well. And she was later arrested for setting the fire herself. <laughs> Woo. Oppression, man. White men's trying to kill you. They're trying to kill you, man. Never mind that like 95% of all the black murders are done by other black people. We don't want to talk about that, though. We ain't talking about that, right? We ain't, we ain't, we ain't going to talk about truth. Okay. I'm not going to talk about the 13% of black Americans which whittles down to something like 
4% of black adult males are responsible for over 53% of all violent crime in the United States. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the, the Ku Klux Klan going to your college campus, stealing your hot pockets out of your refrigerator and putting notes up on your saying, move, get out of here, black person. We got to stop with the foolishness. Parents, you need to tell your kids to stop, you know? And I'm sure that like most of these kids, parents are probably leftists as well. So they probably, you know, subscribe to this stuff. Maybe that's how they got attention from their parents. I don't know. Maybe they weren't doing enough other kind of things that they had to resort to, to getting attention by doing these hate crime hoaxes. Okay. I want to bring up this other little clip right here on Daily Wire just before I get off of this topic, just to show you just the stories of the Daily Wire has covered in the last year. Okay, and, th and I'm sure there's a bunch more that never made it to the mainstream news that never even made it to, to get reported. So I just typed in hoax. And let's look. Here's the first one that I just talked about. Oops. Sorry. Let me go down. Click that back. Sorry. What we got? One right here, the two white students that I just read that story. You had another one here. She run a road scholarship after claiming to grow up poor and abused. Again, victim mentality to try to get awards. Okay. This other one here, a female Muslim student claimed that she was attacked in a public place. The video footage shows there were no assaults. The boogeyman white man. Boogeyman white supremacist. Watch out. Um, the health expert claimed to be uh, indigenous. Her colleague says she had no evidence. Okay. Again, see, so people even trying to claim to be part of these uh, minority communities that are victimized because they want to get on the scam too. They want to get their benefits. You got to get your victim benefits. Uh, here's another one I had to do with school, but uh, a black Georgia neighborhood was terrorized by notes from the Ku Klux Klan. It turned out A black woman sent them. <laughs> okay. And then it goes down here. This was the this is the original story, the hate crime hoax, or the one that I started out with. Here's another one. Hate crime hoax, black university employee arrested for allegedly painting racist graffiti on school building. This was <laughs> you know, the black employee, the black people that are claiming that all this is happening. Want it to be true so bad. I want to be oppressed so bad. I want to be lynched by the by the white supremacist Ku Klux Klan members so bad. It's not happening. So maybe if I if I paint my own wall and I paint my own school, then maybe that'll bring some more attention. Maybe that'll signal them to come and get me. <laughs> Give me a break. Let's go down. There's some more here. Look, this, and again, this is just a percentage of the ones that have been going on. In, in America, okay, because you know they're not all reported to, to news channels and, and media outlets. But let's continue. This one, she claimed she received threatening letters. Video footage shows she sent them to herself. Where's my race hustlers out? Shout out to the race hustlers. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Here's another one. Student who set fire to residence hall. Okay, that was the one that I read already, but that was the original story. Uh, here's another one. Hate crime hoax. She claimed racial targeting after her door was egged. The police say 
She egged it herself. <laughs> All right. So this, so the sad thing is too, man. It's like there's white liberals that that have whatever like white guilt issue that they have in their life because they're probably like really racist on the inside because they do think that black people can't do things on their own and they need help and uh, and uh, there was a study of the people that can't speak proper English that the white people believe that that when they when that that when white people try to talk to people they don't use big vocabulary words because they feel like the black people won't be able to understand them and these are the leftists the bigotry of low expectations y'all don't think that black people can are able to articulate and communicate properly you know so you have to dumb down your language when you talk to them and then and then they hear about stories like this these white liberals and they see and they and then they start championing for you and you black people that go on this victim narrative and do these fake hoaxes are the same ones that want to turn around and say that white people are responsible for racism in America and that white people are the problem. You black race hustlers are the problem. Okay? These Showtime shows and these race hustling shows against white people are the problem. Y'all don't really want unity, do you? You want to keep dividing us. I mean, what, what is the reason for the, 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 the hoax hate crimes besides just a narcissistic uh, a mental illness and a lack of attention? What, why? Why would you do that? You don't want unity? You just want to play this victim card for, for how long? Forever? I'm over it. Black people wake up, man. It's a bunch of bull crap, right? Personal responsibility individual accountability stop blaming white people get off your ass and get to work and sometimes it's scary and you have to take risk i'm i'm i, I am the first to know that i'm a, i'm a small business owner it's tough you get worried but if i fail it's not because of the white person it's because i didn't do a good enough job or i didn't adjust or pivot the market pivot to where the market was getting money you know what i'm saying like but I'm not going to be using this 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 stupid narrative that it's because white people are holding me back. And if you're doing that, you're a sucker and you're a liar and you need to stop it straight up. All right. So enough of that rant. I want to get into this last story here before I get off of here. And this kind of ties into the same thing in regard to um, this this racist narrative about black people and especially black conservatives and black rural Americans. You got somebody like Clarence Thomas, who is a groundbreaking in the sense that he's the uh, Supreme court justice, not the first one, you know, uh, Thurgood Marshall was the first one back in the sixties, but, but it's a big deal that we have a black Supreme court justice, especially today in the climate of all this, Joe Biden bullcrap talking about, hey, we need to put a, we need to put the first uh, African American woman into the into the Supreme Court seat that's going to be vacated. Why? And to the and to the and to the person that gets this position now as a justice in the Supreme Court, what does that do for for their like confidence or self esteem or whatever? Like, you only got that job because you were an affirmative action hire, basically. I don't ever want to be hired on affirmative action status. Okay. 
straight up. I don't think most black people do. Like if they're if you're really worth your your weight and salt, you don't want to be uh, hired as an affirmative action case because it's like you you didn't earn it. You know, you didn't get hired because you did a great job because of your intellect and intelligence, because of your work performance, your the meritocracy. That's supposed to be what we are about in America. You know, the cream rises to the crop. No, you got it because you're black. And in this, and in, and in this, and in this affirmative action scenario, this is the reason why you have um, these black kids that are getting into college, even though their test scores don't warn them getting into college. And then they go to college and they fail because they were put in a position that they didn't deserve to be in. Meanwhile, you're discriminated against other candidates that were ready and more prepared to go to college. You know what I mean? That actually put in the work in junior high and high school and got their test scores up and studied and studied and their parents were on their butt to make sure they got their homework done and doing the extracurricular activities and all that kind of stuff. You know? But y'all want to talk about black people being discriminated against. Meanwhile, all the UC systems in California, the University of California colleges are discriminated against Asian kids because there's too many Asian kids because they are raised in a, guess what? Nuclear family with a father and a mother, tight family structure with an emphasis on education. And they get straight A's because they understand the importance of education. That's why they came to this country not because they wanted to get some affirmative action placement in a school because they wanted to put in the work to get educated, to become an excess in a country like United States where you can become successful if you work hard. Okay. But you black people and you white liberals, which are less to say, but it's mostly the black people like Joy Reid in the, in the video that I'm going to show you right now. When you have somebody that's a successful black person that's worked hard his whole career, that's a stand-up individual, that's an American first constitutionalist that, that actually governs by the Constitution on the seat of the Supreme Court, unlike Sotomayor and these other idiots, these leftist Supreme Court hacks that are based on feelings and not by reading the actual Constitution. When you have somebody like that, he's called a traitor and a sellout. He's totally disregarded. You don't talk about Supreme Court Clarence Thomas as a black man. You know, well, he's not he's not really black is what y'all say. He's not a really a black guy because he's conservative. He has conservative values, So he's not he's not really black. He speaks proper English, so he's not really black. Because he believes in the fundamental rights of, 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 of all Americans and, and, and understands the constitutional laws and he believes in God and Christ. He's not really black, right? Clarence Thomas is against affirmative action, so he's not really black. Hey, brother. Hey, hook a brother up, man. Hook a brother up. Oh, hey, Clarence Thomas ain't trying to hook a brother up, man. He ain't down with the cause, my man. You know what I'm saying? That's not black. That's ignorant. That kind of thought process doesn't mean you're black. That means you're ignorant. And, and, I'm not going to subscribe to the fact that you have to think like that in order to be considered black. You got people like Clarence Thomas. You got people like Thomas Sowell. Thomas Sowell is the smartest, probably, economist 
Uh, I mean, God, political mind, just one of the smartest minds on earth right now. But do you know about him? Do you know about Thomas Sowell? Do you, do, have you even heard of him? How come they're not teaching about him in colleges? They won't teach about Karl Marx and all these leftist ideologies. Why don't you teach about Thomas Sowell? He's not black enough for you? The guy grew up in the ghetto? Grew up poor? Was a leftist? Until he started reading, got a great education? Great intellect. And understood that, hey, these leftist policies are a bunch of bullcrap. If you're smart and you can read through and, and sift through the garbage that these leftists... And these race hustling black people try to push at you, you will understand that 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 ideology and the people on that side are, are full of crap and they're liars. Right. So I'm going to get into this article and play this video before I get out of here. In regard to the bias on. Uh, on Clarence Thomas. So. Georgia House passes a proposal to place the statue of Justice Clarence Thomas at the state capitol. Democratic lawmaker says that black people consider Thomas a hypocrite and a traitor. Who? Who's black people? You don't speak for all black people. And this is the problem. Like, you know, they, they think that black people are a monolith and it's changing, man. I see a lot of people, man, up on social media and I'm like just around that are starting to understand that, yo, man, we, uh, black people are waking up to the foolishness. We're tired of y'all thinking of us as a monolith, thinking of us as somebody that can't read policy, trying to, I'm tired of y'all thinking that black people can't get ID to go vote. You know, I'm tired of y'all thinking that like, you know, if, if, if we're not down with Pookie in the hood and little Ray Ray in them in the hood, if we're not down with them, then all of a sudden, uh, we're not black anymore. You know? Because, because you know, you ain't black if you don't, unless you have four baby mamas and you're unmarried, like Nick Cannon with eight kids. He's black. Is he, is he the black example that are you should be following, or should it be somebody like Clarence Thomas? You know, but you guys are going to champion, champion uh, uh, all the gangster rap stuff on the Super Bowl at halftime. I mean, I ain't lying. I'm kind of looking forward to that, but <laughs> I digress. I'm just saying though, you know, it's like that's okay. You know, talk about gangs and the N-word with Joe Rogan and all this other stuff. That's okay. But the minute somebody is uh, real conscious and really awake, not woke, but awake, and understands the, the fallacies of the Democratic Party and understands the Constitution and the value that it brings to the United States and to every citizen, especially black people, then all of a sudden they're labeled as a hypocrite and a traitor. So let's get into the article here. So they want to put a statue up of Clarence Thomas, which I totally think they should. I think that's awesome. Y'all got George Floyd up. <laughs> Y'all building statues of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd, and you you worried about Clarence. Oh, my goodness. Let me get through this, or else I'll be on here for two hours. Okay. So a proposal which passed 32 to 21 along party lines still needs to pass through the Georgia House before it can be headed to the governor. The statue would be paid for by private donations again so what's the big deal um democratic senator nikki merritt said ahead of the vote that uh uh we think that he's a hypocrite and a traitor so let's play the video here okay 
This this is disgusting. That I'm not saying I speak for every Black American, but I come from those families. I listen to the conversations. I think I have a pretty intimate knowledge and a grip on how we black people as a collective feel about Justice Thomas. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because how, how many black people in this collective, you know, hypothetical space that you're talking about actually have even read the Constitution at all? How, how many of these black people that are in your circle that you're talking about actually have learned those facts that I stated about the black crime in America and the black on black crime in America and the 5% of people that commit 56% of the crime are black men. How many? Yeah, I bet zero. Let's continue. And it's not that we have a problem that he's a conservative or a Republican. We think he's a hypocrite and a traitor. And I'm going to tell you why. Tell us why. I'm going to tell you why. Tell us why. He is supportive of affirmative action. I'm sorry. He's an opponent. Sorry. He's an opponent. Let me get my thing right. He's an opponent of affirmative action. He's made that very clear. Why is that a negative? Why is that a negative? Because again, this victim mentality is just rampant among the black community, typically. And again, I don't want to even generalize that. But there's a lot of people that, that, that believe that that black people cannot get ahead unless the, the white savior helps them out. Okay. Now I understood the affirmative action argument, maybe back in the day. Okay. But as a business owner myself, I would say that as a bunch of bull crap, because realistically, if you are a business owner and people come into your job for a position, you are not looking at a person's, skin color as a uh, reason to hire or not to hire them. You are looking for the best candidate that's going to bring you the most profit to your company. Period. Period. Okay. Now, I'm sure there's racism among all ethnic groups. Okay. I'm a realist. I understand that. All right. But when you want to talk about systemic and institutionalized racism, that is a bunch of bullcrap. Everybody has a right to feel how they want to feel. There's a lot of Mexicans that don't like black people or white people. You know, there, there's a Jew, there's Muslims that don't like Jews. There's white people that don't like black people. There's black people that don't like Koreans. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's just reality, but we're not talking about that. But affirmative action hires are not a positive for black people in the long run. And you're going to see what happens, too, with this black nominee from the Supreme Court. She's either going to be uh, a, considered a quote-unquote token black hire justice. Every time she says something, I can already see, like, the white people rolling their eyes like, mm. oh, yeah, yeah. affirmative action hire. 
you know. And 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 it's going to be a, a leftist liberal justice anyway. It doesn't really matter for us on the right. But again, when it comes to the Supreme Court, it shouldn't even matter regardless because it's supposed to be the Constitution, not political leanings. Anyway. And the thing is, as an opponent of affirmative actions, he is also benefiting and is still reaping the benefits and enjoys the advantages of his current office because of affirmative action. Liar. <laughs> he is in his current position because he had the merit and record and got nominated by the president of the United States. All right. Why don't you go back and look at Joe Biden and uh, the female black African-American court judges that he's denied? Oh, you didn't know that, did you? you didn't, yeah, because you didn't do your research. But these people and, and this and this kind of stuff is going to be on Joy Reid, I'm sure. You know, talking about the systemically racist Supreme Court, but totally forgetting about Clarence Thomas. Meanwhile, we have a female Supreme Court said African-American justice that's going to be appointed based on race. But out the side of your neck, at the other side of your mouth, you want to talk about how Clarence Thomas is an affirmative action hire when he actually did it based on his record. Anyway. He has said that it is a white program for white people. That it is an assaulting handout to black people. Yes, it is. Because it promotes the white savior. Yep. And really, those of us in the African-American community thinks that it provides an opportunity. That's what affirmative action was for. To provide an opportunity in an unequal playing field. An institutional unequal No, no, no. Here we go. Here and we it go. It offers the visionary view of different students coming together to break down barriers, to have conversations with each other in a, in a discourse of, of a academic setting. But see, but y'all don't ever want to have conversations of discourse because you have a perfect opportunity when you have black conservatives like Clarence Thomas to have discord. And what you mean by, by having a conversation means you want to have conversations with other people that believe and think like you do. You want to have conversations with other people on the left that think and agree with your victim mentality and your affirmative action, quote unquote, opportunities. Okay. You don't want to have a conversation with a black conservative. You don't want to have a conversation with me, Clarence Thomas, or any of these people. Thomas Sowell, you want to just, you think that diversity means that you got to align up to what I say, which is the exact opposite of what diversity is. Diversity of thought, inclusivity of thought. You got all these people that are denying black conservatives in Congress and stuff to get to these black caucuses and stuff, especially like on colleges or whatever. They turn down black conservative kids that want to get on the black caucuses of campuses because they're not left Democrats. But then out of the other side of your mouth, you want to talk about diversity. Miss me with that, man. If we were supposed to live in this world of just one race and one person and everybody was supposed to go to this one school and you're. <laughs> but do, do you see how hypocr hypocritical and the arguments, how they just implode on themselves? Again, you're talking about one ideology, one type of person. Okay. 
You should be championing the fact that you have a black man if it was really about skin color. But that, that's why it's a bunch of bullcrap that it's not about skin color. It's about political affiliation and the p- political ideology. Because if it was about skin color, you'd be championing Clarence Thomas that he's on the Supreme Court, but you're not. Because it's not about race. It's never been about race for y'all. You know, it was race back in the day with the white people and the lynchings and stuff from the Democrat Party and the Dixiecrats. That's when it was about race. But now at this point, you black people on the Democratic left that are that have some uh, position of authority are the ones that are race hustling for money and dollars. And sponsors and white saviors. The race goes to this school. I, I hold the belief that, you know, God would have made us all one race. It is all the same. Why not? But he put us here because we are all different and we are supposed to learn from each other and coexist. We are coexisting. I think affirmative action offered that again in a society that had barriers as to where black people could and could not get their education. But that is no longer the case. In 2022, that is no longer the case. So stop it. Stop it. I said this uh, uh, yesterday in my video, too. It's like, so so when you're championing of black people and, and the rights of blacks in America, you've since now taken all black faces off products at the grocery store, and you feel like that somehow helped black people? While the white faces on products are still there, that somehow helped black people? You got the college graduations that are now segregated and dorms and safe spaces that are segregated so black people can have their safe spaces and feel safe. Are you that dense and dumb that you don't see that you have not progressed? This isn't progressive that you've regressed in your ideology and that you want to now segregate black from white. You're doing it to yourself. The white people aren't killing us anymore. We are killing ourselves. The blacks are killing ourselves. They got you so stupid and, and hung up on this, this racist stuff that you are now doing the work for these uh, systemically right supremacist racists. You're doing it for them. You are causing them to fail because you're not acknowledging the reality and the truth of the situation like a Clarence Thomas does or Thomas Sowell does or Ronnie B at Pro 17 does. You know, so I mean, I'm running long here, man. I can, I can talk about this, man, for a long time. man. He's got me on one with this. But shout out to Clarence Thomas. He deserves a statue. And uh, and I hope he gets it up. And shout out to those donors that actually are, are going to do that for him. Because the, the man is a legend. He's going to go down in history. Right. So thanks, everybody, for checking out the live video, man. I really appreciate y'all. This was went a little bit long today. Uh, make sure you check out pro17.com slash merch to get you some fresh teas. Uh, this was not on sale, but this is an old one that I took off the shelf, but uh, I might be coming back come 2020. If my man's going to get back into the race, we'll see. Um, but uh, always remember that pro17 stands for Proverbs 1-7, which reads, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Don't be a fool. Don't be a leftist. Don't be an affirmative action racist. And stop the hoaxes. Stop being a victim, guys. All right. We're going to be out. God bless.